Hello. All right. Guys, leave a comment to force Kaylin to watch WandaVision. I mean, hopefully I will have watched it by the time this episode goes out. Uh, at, least, at, least, at least start to watch it. Well, I wanted to... I think I was like lower, but I think we're fine. Anyway. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because I was going to say it'll be good for the Patreon thing where... Patreon. We do watch shows we both watch, and I feel like that's a good starting point. So you need... The got, show that we Yes. Welcome. Yeah, welcome to back. To another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dar Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host. Okay, Link Lillier. We're back. We're back. It's been a while. It's thanks, been a while. Thanks for bearing with us. Because, you know, Kaylin's a germaphobe. No, I, I, that's. You're that's, a germaphobe. That's a way, that's overstating. Listen, I, I work with vulnerable, with a vulnerable population. Which is you. I, oh, oh with an even more vulnerable population. And I was trying to be safe. I don't think we should shame people for being safe. <laughs> yeah, we went. Yeah, we went away till we both vaccinated, which we are fully vaccinated. Mm. Which one did you get, Dara? I don't know. You don't. How do you not know? I think the one, whichever one, I only had to wait three weeks in between. It's probably Pfizer. Okay, that's that's. I think I was five. Yeah, three weeks. I had Pfizer. Yeah, they t- it's on your card. I know. I don't remember. I'll look it up later. Like, <laughs> can't, I don't. I think I remember where I put the physical card, but I also took a picture of the card just in case. Yes, it's it's good to have. Make sure that you have that information available in case anyone ever needs it. And everyone, go get vaccinated if you if you can. If, if you're able to, if you apply for it, hopefully more people apply. So yes. everyone's supposed to be every night in the United States is supposed to be eligible by May first. So hopefully so that happens. We are we'll so we are both vaccinated because which, and we're that's both why essential employees. So that's why we were waiting until that happened. But yes. uh, we have been doing stuff on Patreon. So if you like are really into us, that's where you can find us. Yes, uh, like we said, we were going to start doing live streams. The and first, we did. We did. We did one on Valentine's Day where we just talked a bit and then also watched after we collided and regretted it. Yeah, that was fun. Yep, and then the last one we did for March was just a hangout. We're, where just, we, we're just chilling. Because I miss Kaylin so much. I know, because we, we haven't seen mm-hmm. each other for so and long. And then, you know, we're going to do one in April where, you know, we talk more, and then I'm going to force Kaylin to watch 365 Days. It's going to be great. Yep, and I said it on camera, so it has to happen now. Oh, gosh. Is that how that works? Well, I'm also editing this, so and it has true. to happen, and oh, I need this pain to go away. Okay. It's been two, It's been almost a year. That's a long, that's a long time. Yep, but uh, yeah, so go over to patreon.com slash windyclothes, and you know, I think it's, that's like, because I don't think we set up like tiers yet, so that's just like, probably for a dollar, you can get all that. Yeah, it's like, it's not expensive, because like, life is hard right now. Yeah, and you know, soon we'll have up a couple, some more stuff. More stuff. More more content. More content, everybody. But, uh, so yeah, and then hopefully we'll set up goals and tiers later on when we don't forget, or have other stuff going on, or just need to, you know... We had a day and just need to lay down and eat popcorn. Sometimes that happens. I yes, have, I have those days. Yes. Okay. Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. All right, we're back. We're, we're finally back. Let's. What, what's what's well, what's going on? A lot. A lot. Okay. So if you remember from the last episode, yeah. um, some stuff happened. Ned and Olive were in a cooking contest and won. That was fun. I enjoyed that part. There was a waffle Nazi. There was. That was a and thing. And cannibalism. Also a thing. Oh, and also, um, there was an insurance for a guy named Dwight Dixon, and we oh. needed to figure out what his deal was. So we had to bring Chuck's father back, Charles Charles, to life. But then Chuck was all like, I'm going to keep him alive. And then Dwight Dixon, who was in proximity, ended up dying. And that whole shabiel. 
You okay? Um, no. And then at the end of that episode, Ned came in and realized what happened, and like Lee Plaster's face went dry. Yes, because we came to the realization that that was not probably supposed to happen. It probably was supposed to happen, no. and then also just Chuck fucked up. I think that is fair to say. Yes. I still love her. Big time. Because like you understand why she did what she did, but also... Yeah, honey, that wasn't a good idea. No. <laughs> so this many... is a lot. There's a lot to process. I kind of want to know. We, we what took like fe- three like... months between this, and it's still a lot to process. What is your feelings on like this on the, as a whole? Like, with, with what Chuck did, like, how does that make you feel with her as a character? Like, oh, is it a lot? Great question. I think we're I think we're gonna end up talking a lot about this once we do. Like, we finish up the series and like really goes to the live stream. I think I'm saving like some stuff for like the live stream as far as like. Because this is such a big and interesting part. I think like a very a good, impactful part of the Like, series. she was such a good person who, like, was, like, moral and then this. Well, no. I, and I don't I don't think that she's a bad person for this because I, I think that she's – it's, like, a very – a thing that she's very emotionally invested in. So, like, that's – I mean, that kind of comes with the territory. So I don't, like, fault – I don't – no, like, I, as much as, like, of course, as we watch, I'm like, honey, this was all your fault. Um, I don't – it doesn't make me dislike her more as a character. I, I think it's very – I mean, their actions are, are pretty fall in line with like somebody who's who's going through it. So, um, but it's more it's more of like how the show overall like handles it and, and goes forward with it. I think is really interesting. And yeah, I'll, pro- I'll probably save that for when we actually go back and kind of discuss the series as a whole. Um, but we did watch an episode. <laughs> Meanwhile, yes, we're okay. So we're talking about episode nine, the legend of Merle McQuaddy. Yeah. Not much of a legend. <laughs> Not much. It's it's a it's pretty pretty low key for your local folklore. There's a lot. That happens in this episode. Maybe not much with the mystery. The, the mystery is like... It's there. It's fun. I enjoy it. We have, we're having a good time with it. Yep. Uh, so the past, not much happens in in the past. Mainly we just see Chuck and her father playing with like... Yeah. Toys and stuff while she has the chicken pox mm-hmm. or whatever the scientific name for... Whatever the scientific name, which I don't actually know. I'll put it down here. I'll look it up. Science... I still never had the chicken pox. Good never, for you. Never will. That's. Good. I thought That's it was. A, I thought it was a bad thing if you never got the chicken pox because then you're the bigger chance you're gonna get shingles. Which no, is worse. it's actually the other way around. I'm pretty sure if you haven't had, if you did have chicken pox, then you're at risk for the shingles, which means um SOO. But so, but if you got vaccinated against the chicken pox, then I, I, think you're, I think you're good. Also, like, isn't it worse if you get chicken pox as an adult than as a child? I I think so. Okay. Um, well, I'm fine. Um, so that was the past. Back to the present, member. We just kind of pick right on pick back right up. Pick right on up. And Here we go. Like, Ned's definitely mad and, like, upset. Which is, like, valid. Because, like, here's, like, a, like, I think because, like, this, I was, like, trying to, like, analyze Ned. Yeah. And, like, this is, like, a big thing he's always been afraid of, of, like, if people know about my power, mm-hmm. this is what they're going to want to do. Right. Like, really using it really against his knowledge, against his will to do things that are of questionable morality. And like wanting to bring somebody off alive like longer than a minute. Yeah. And that kind of thing, putting the like the impact of like somebody's death on him. Mm-hmm. And who did that but the person he loves most. Yes. And the person he trusted most. So like that's a lot to deal that's with. That's a lot to deal with. That's a lot to deal with. Also you gotta deal with Charles Charles. Yeah. But we'll get to. Well yeah, that's an interesting one. We'll get to that. And like his decomposing corpse yeah it's fine it's fine he'd be fine today right 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 like he was very covered up and so that doesn't really phase many people today yep i love this ned realizes uh chuck kept her father alive and and she admits it's bad 
Which it is. She she consistently is like, I, this was bad. I should not have I should not have done this. Okay. But also, I don't want to undo it. But also, that yeah, I understand that's probably pretty bad. But uh, so be- but before like we can kind of get into like a discussion of this, uh, yes. Lily and Vivian, who that's where Ned went in the last episode. That's where we went to first, and then went across the street. Mm-hmm. Are like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. So then everybody has to hide. Well, not everybody. Ned doesn't have to hide. And then, like, Lily and Vivian come in, and, like, Ned's trying to, like, distract him from the fact that, like, yeah. hey, not only is your niece alive, but also this man who we've had relations with is... Relations. Your, your stepbrother we've also had relations with. That's a little tricky. The stepbrother part of the relations part. Yes. I don't know. I've been, like, I've been, like, deep diving into VC Andrews again, so, like, I'm, like, step something is not the end of the world. <laughs> Continue. Anyway, so the Ned's doing that. Meanwhile, I I found this part interesting. So like Chuck and her dad are like in the closet, like talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Charles like, why can't I just go out and talk to them? And then basically saying like, you know, like basically saying why they can. And then Chuck uh, Charles is like, oh, but the, their aunt. And then Chuck's like, yeah, except the one who's my mother. And he's like, mm-hmm. oh, you knew about that. And he's like, you okay. And then like we kind of th- no, <laughs> I'm not good. We doesn't we don't bring that up again? Um Yeah, we don't really we don't get that conversation. We don't get to have that that conversation. We just get the acknowledgement that everyone's in the loop now, but we really don't have the conversation about it. Not what, even everybody's like fully in the loop, because like I'll think only, I don't know like if they know about the engagement part. Yeah. Everyone's uh everyone's I mean, granted, like with everything that goes on, you kind of feel like maybe deal with this stuff first and then we'll deal with the whole whole oh by the way. Mm-hmm. You were engaged to Vivian and then cheated on her with her sister and had me. Yeah. Thing. That's a whole which thing. Which probably should deal with later. Hopefully Charles doesn't do anything rash. Yeah, hopefully he's not. He's, he's keeping a low profile. Anyway. So we do that and then we need to figure out a way to get Lily and Vivian out. And so, and they start here banging in the closet and then Lily shoots a clown toy. Yeah. Turns out Lily is terrified of clowns. She's definitely afraid of clowns. Yes. I think, I think it was like, what was like her uncle like ran out dressed as a clown at one point. Yeah. So like fear. And then that's the end of that. Traumatizing childhood experience. Hooray. And then we go back to pa- uh, Papin County, but not with Charles Charles, but like, and Ned's still upset. Yeah. Understandably so. I mean, did you want to be more upset? Um, He was a reasonable amount of upset. But like longer period of time. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll talk about it. All right. Ned's pissed off, and then they go back to the pile, and Chuck basically tells that Dwight Dixon is dead because of yep. hence. Yeah. And uh, that Emerson knows also because he helped bury the body. Yes. And that she's sorry for deceiving him about, uh, you know, keeping her father alive, but not that she brought him back, which, like, fair. Mm-hmm. But also, like, again, why do we keep hurting Ned? Yeah, let's let's stop hurting the boy. And he kind of says, like, I understand, like, that part of it because I did the same thing with you. Mm-hmm. And then she grabs the tarp and they hug. Yeah. And it's adorable. And I'm just like, mm. and, like, I wanted them to kiss because, like, they're right there. But I'm just like, I know. They cannot. That would have ended very poorly. Especially with Charles around. Yes. Not good. And then also, um, as, like, they're talking and they got to figure out what they're going to do with Charles now, um, they see the lighthouse thing on and uh, there's, looks like a bot. Batman. But not Batman. Oh. Dead body. Oh, that's even worse. Yes. Okay. So we find out this is the body of Nora McQuaddy. Which sounds, a name that sounds especially familiar just because of the episode title. Episode title. Yeah. 
So she is the Papin County Lighthouse keeper, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like cleaning off the light part of the lighthouse, mm-hmm. and then she got harpooned. Yeah, she got a. She got dead. Yes. On the on the light. And then somebody turned on the light so that you could see the body. Yeah, so everybody knew. Everybody knew, and then also that kind of damaged her body mm-hmm. a bit, which, like, I was saying to you, like, I didn't think about it when I first saw this episode. I was just like, oh, a light. And then I'm like, oh, wait, lights are hot. Like, the lights we have on are hot, but then a lighthouse light. It's going to make somebody a little crispy. Or egg-like. Yeah, like a fried egg. <laughs> you good? Um, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Well, she's dead. She's, I mean, she's dead. And we think that the murderer, because, like, all we see is the silhouette of, like, a go- of a person in, like, a mm-hmm. yellow raincoat and, like, hat, rain hat. Right. Is that what they're called? Sure. Okay. And so, but we think, so the news is, like, saying that it was her husband, Merle McQuaddy. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Also, we should mention that it's raining. So there's, like, a yes. storm coming in. The, that's The storm is very integral to the plot of the episode. It is. And then also that's when the power goes out because mm-hmm. it's a bad storm. Yeah. And so Olive tells a ghost story about Murmaquati and about how he left his uh, wife and their son Elliot on a, to go on a fishing trip. Mm-hmm. And then he was missing for about 10 years. He was, yeah. He was and then deserted. they said that, like, Olive's story is that, like, his ghost haunts the caves. When in reality, he was, he did go on a fishing trip and he was missing for 10 years. And then he got rescued by a gay family cruise. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Yay, save the day once again. And then that's all we have so far. Yeah. And then, uh, so Maroma Quaddy was Dave Keckner. Okay. Anchorman. Oh. I don't know what, he's like in like that stuff. I forget. He's in whatever that. He was a cowboy. Did you ever see Anchorman? Uh, I think I saw the second one without seeing the first one. Don't okay. ask me why. The I guy did with that. the cowboy hat. Okay, got it, got it. Got it. Got it. And he's also in like, cool. a, he's in like the office and like other stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. He's been around. He's been around. Right. I'll probably recognize the cast, his credits. Anyway, continue. Yes. Um, so that's how we, and then that's all we have. And then suddenly, um, but like since it's still dark, we still see that we see another silhouette of like a guy in a yellow raincoat and hat. And then we all scream. We see that it's little Elliot McQuaddy. It's just, it's the little boy. Who has been through a lot. He's today. He's been through a lot just in the last 24 hours. Yeah. So we think he's about like 13. Yeah, he's probably between, like, 13 and 14. Because, like, he looks, like, pretty young and, like, but, like, because I think, like, when we saw, like, before he was, like, a kid when, like, his dad mm-hmm. went away. So, like, now he's probably, like, we said, like, 13. Yeah. But uh, he uh, wants Emerson's help in figuring out who murdered his mother because mm-hmm. he doesn't think it's his father or right. to clear his father's name. Right. And, unfortunately, he pays in change. Because it's his life savings. Which is, don't, let's listen, kids. Um, Here's a lesson. Don't. Pay and change. Yeah, ever. No, no, like, yeah, people don't really like when you do that. If it's a penny, fine. Like, around that, but like, don't pay and change. Yeah. Okay. Who is also, who is the actor for this kid? Because he looked very familiar. Did he? And he looked so familiar to me, and I was, I really wanted to see who it. I don't know. I never. Oopsie. No. He did, like, I feel like he was in something before. Um, Alexander Gould? Look him up. What does he do? Look at his IMDb. Oh, he voiced Nemo. Oh, oh, very nice. Wait, look at his IMDb because I feel like I've seen him visiting okay. other things. Well, that's a thing. Oh, he's an adult now, so that's kind of creepy. <laughs> People grow up very strange. No, um, weeds. Oh, okay. he's he was in Supernatural. 
Okay. Oh, an episode. Okay. Um, how to eat fried worms. Okay. Uh, again, a voice. Nemo. Duck Dodgers. Even Stevens. Right. Did you maybe just see him in an episode of Supernatural? I may, maybe. maybe. It looks like there's a lot of episodes of, it looks like there's a main character on Weeds. Oh, okay. Interesting. That would make sense if I had seen Weeds. Um, but anyway, I just, I Do you think you just recognize the voice? I st- no, because it was the face. It was, I was like, why do I recognize this kid's face? Oh. Well, you know his voice at least. Yeah. Who is he in Supernatural? Um, he's only in an episode. Okay. That's called Death Takes a Holiday, and he was Cole Griffin. I don't think I recognize. But anyway, I reckon somewhere, somewhere deep within my the recesses of my mind, I recognize the kid from somewhere. Um, so he's been in things. Well, he was the voice. Okay, so he wasn't the voice in Finding Dory, but just in Finding Nemo. That makes sense because you know puberty. Puberty. So there you go. There's there's a fun fact. Fun fact of the day. Hooray! Uh, where was I? Thanks, Galen. So we find out Ali's alibi was that Nor- uh, his mom dropped him off at the movies with some homemade peanut brittle. Mm-hmm. And I then go for she- some homemade peanut brittle. Do you have any? No. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, and then she didn't pick him up. And then she walked home and told the police, and they were like, "Kid, your mom's dead." <laughs> Oh, good to see you. How's it going? I'll see your mother's dead. And then he said, also, we're saying, your your mom's dead and your dad killed her. Mm-hmm. So. But he does not believe that. He does not believe that. Emerson does figure that that's probably what happened mm-hmm. and doesn't want to take the case. Right. Um, also, there's uh, some melted ice cream that we just found funny. The melted ice cream was good. Yes. And then also, but then Chuck's like, hey, I'm going to give you my third of whatever was in this change. Maybe not that much. Right, yeah, she wants. She has other matters to do. Like, it was a big sip. jar, though. Maybe there's a lot of quarters. I, I look like a, a, a solid mix. Um, but, yeah, so Chuck has other things to deal with, so she's going to be off the case. So, you know, she's pushing whatever she has to Emerson in hopes that he does take the case. Yep, so then we go to the morgue with Ned and Emerson, and Emerson uh, kind of wants Ned to kill Charles Charles again, <laughs> which, like, isn't, that's not really like unfortunate. Unfortunately, because of Chuck, that is no longer an option. Tap that. <laughs> that was a good line, because like he's basically saying like Charles is gonna like tell the world about this, mm-hmm. which like, eh, mm-hmm. might be a possibility. Right. Which like, ugh, poor Ned. Yeah. I guess I kind of wonder like what I I wish like one thing I do wish that the show would have continued is like. Some kind of thing where, like, they're solving crime and Ned gets knocked out and he has a dream of, like, what would happen if the world found out about his power. Mm-hmm. And, like, like a, or, like, a good versus bad kind of thing. Right. Like, that would have been an interesting episode. That would have been an interesting Thanks. episode. Thanks. What, what, what if? What if? So they find Nora's body and, again, she is melty. She looks like a fried egg. She does look like a fried egg. Same side up. I just felt, like, I think the weird thing for me, like, and, like, good job with the makeup department was, like, that one eye that was melted. Oh, yeah. And, uh, but because she's all melted, she can't really talk. Uh-huh. So she starts, like, tapping in Morse code. I can't do Morse code. Like, I wish I knew Morse code. I do not know Morse code. I know. That's all I know I've heard the code. basics for, like, prison code. Oh. I don't which know. is, like, I think it's, like, depending on, like, how many tap, like, you do on, like, one, it's, like, uh. Two across, and then down is like a letter, and then also C and K are the same. Huh. I can't do it, but but I feel like that takes. Where did you learn this information? (laughs) There's a I I watch a lot of Let's Plays, and there's this video game called Her Story, and it's like it's a weird thing where like the the two characters like would talk to each other in prison code, Mm. but it feels like it takes a long time because you have to like spell out everything. I guess it's do Morse code too. Well, the thing is, you don't look up much. 
option. also do in prison. So anyway, yes. but Ned knows Morse code apparently because Charles Charles taught uh, him and Chuck so that they can communicate with flashlights. Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Hey, who killed you?" And then she taps out um, PCHS, mm. and then they un- then they dead her. Peaches, <laughs> peaches, peaches. <laughs> is that is that is that not it? No. Okay, sorry. No, Ned. I I feel like peaches. That's that's what that's where my brain went to though. Like, the- what did they, that was like peaches. Uh, that makes good sense. Makes perfect sense to me. Did it? Peaches? Sure. Of like what you typed out? P C H S. Peaches. Mm-hmm. Okay, but no, it's an anagram. Okay. For Papin County Historical Society, who would have had an interest in the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Um. And they be- and so they as we're leaving the morgue, Olive comes in and she buys raincoats, which are great. Yes, and they are coordinated for each person. Yes. So Olive has olives on her raincoat. Emerson, Emerson has, has cods. cods. And, and then Ned got one with pies. pies. It's There's, great. Where do they sell these and can we get them and what would be on ours? Internet? Um, that what would be in ours. Guys, if we had raincoats with one little symbol on it, well, like what, what would ours be? Think about it. Leave it down in the Leave comments. Leave it down in the comments. Yep. Um, Thank you. So, but then Ned says, like, he's going to, like, not be involved in the case because he's got to do other stuff, mm-hmm. which is fair. So then it's Emerson and Olive solving a crime. Yay. Yay. Which is a lot of fun, actually. Yes. They they, they make a very good pair. I, I enjoy watching them do things. Yep. And also, so we're at, uh, back at Cordacora's at uh, Ned's old house. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ned brought a pie, but then Charles says he wants cake. And apparently Chuck didn't like pie. She wanted cake. Yeah, and so, yeah, uh, Chuck didn't have the wherewithal to, to tell Ned that she used to not like pie at all, so, which is very funny. And then, But, you know, mm-hmm. Ned's a bit offended. A little bit offended. So then they have a plan to try to get Charles back out of that house because Lily and Vivian are, like, right there. Mm-hmm. And back to Ned's apartment. And Charles, we're trying to get, I don't know if it's, like, his character, just kind of, like, everything has happened. Mm-hmm. Like, he's maybe not the best guy. He's, he's a stubborn old man, even if he isn't that old. He still kind of acts like a How stubborn old man. How old would he man. be? Fifties, um, sixties, uh, late. Oh 50s no, because remember, 60s. no season one, he would have been sixty Mm-mm. in the season one episode. Not one season one episode, yeah. so like six. Okay. Yeah. So, but Ned has like all these rules to like follow, and he's kind of like, yeah. eh, I don't know if I want to do that. And he's, I'm like, but why? <laughs> yeah, you can tell Charles. Charles likes to. Um, just he likes to move to the beat of his own drum. He's not really like like he has. It, it's funny because I think he sees the people around him as the kids that he was before he died. So he doesn't really want to take them seriously. At oh, all. that's a good point. Yeah, because it's kind of like you, you were a nine year old. It's like yeah, but yeah. now I'm a an adult who yeah. owns a business. Because because he does he does even for as like unreasonable sometimes as you may think he acts. I still think that that he acts in a way where he just thinks he is the older more mature one so he he doesn't and he doesn't have to run that by anyone he's just like listen he's like i'm i'm the dad i'm you're the kids like we're just gonna do like i'm just gonna do my thing like don't worry about what i want to do and that's kind of the the attitude that he that he takes through a lot of this which which is why he comes off as kind of annoying sometimes i do kind of wonder like if they would just like let him do what he wants would he have actually told anybody i don't think so i don't think so either i don't think so but they were very genuinely afraid of that but i was like i don't 
think so. Because like thinking to do about his it, own thing. Because think about it, that would also hurt his daughter as well. Exactly. So like, don't exactly. do that. Right. And he makes a point that he is still extremely protective of her. Yes, but also, so Charles makes a deal with Ned that like, I'll do what you want me to do, but then you're never going to see my daughter again. And I'm like, they're adults who can make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. So and like, especially I guess like, because last time we saw Chuck was like, he was a kid. Yeah. And so he made all decisions, but I was like, hey, you're, she's a woman now. Right. She don't need no man. <laughs> so that's fun. I feel really bad for Ned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Ned is is he really he does try to make the best of it, but it, it is it becomes extreme. It is just always in- increasingly difficult for him to do stuff because everybody do anything. Anyway, back to the uh, back to the mystery. Yes. Um. So, uh, Emerson and Oliver discussing this uh, Pavement County like first family. Mm-hmm. So they're trying, they want to figure out, like, what they want with the lighthouse. So we talked to Augustus Gus Papin, mm-hmm. who um, is, like, who runs the Historical Society. And we get him in by saying that the pie hole might be a historical landmark, <laughs> which it ain't. Yeah, he's not happy about even the thought of that. No. So but then we ask him about uh, Nora's connection mm-hmm. to the Historical Society and that uh, they were, I think they wanted to, like, sell it or something. So they, so Gus made it. They declared a historical landmark and Nora, the guardian, and that kind of thing. And then it would probably pass on to Elliot, which is putting suspicion on Elliot. Yes. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I feel weird, like, mm-hmm. putting suspicion on a, especially, like, with that kind Child. of, like, with a harpoon. Like, that might be heavy. Listen, kids are dicks sometimes. That's true. Happen. But, like. It could happen. He might be a sociopath. Anyway. Uh, or yeah, psychopath. That happens. But uh, he says they should talk to Annabelle Vandersloop. Um, yes. Um, who worked with Nora at this, uh, diorama exhibit. Yeah. Do you want to talk? Annabelle Vandersloop. Annabelle Vandersloop. Looks like she wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> At all times. <laughs> She's got one of those haircuts. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's racist against haircuts? Good. No. I'll be racist against haircuts. People have certain haircuts. That's true. I have been issues with this. I got charged one time for a uh, blow blow my when I was getting my hair blown oh, out. Yeah. I got charged because I had long hair. Really? I got charged extra. <laughs> Not that I didn't get charged. I should have gotten charged. But I got charged extra because of that. I feel so. like your hair's not even that long though. Uh, like like it's long, but it's not like long. You know? I mean, right now I didn't straighten it, so it's like kind of curled up a bit. Mm-hmm. But I mean it is, but still like it's like when mine was like long, like mine was like down to here, and that's that is like a good thing. Well when I shower it's kinda like it's kinda gets to like that psalm on my back okay. a bit, like yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. It, I think at that point it might have been longer mm. a little bit because like, right. there was a point where I didn't cut I haven't cut it actually in a while but anyway, anyway. pushing daisies pushing daisies so <laughs> back to we go, we're going back a lot between uh, this this mystery which like I find the mystery interesting but then I'm also like like I think this episode has a good balance of like I thought this mystery is kind of interesting versus like plot right yeah yeah because it's like it's not something that you just want to push off and especially when you have Emerson and Olive working together like they're fun. They're they're fun to watch. So like you do want to you want to see what's going on with like the serious stuff. We also just kind of want to see what the mystery is. Because listen, like we love all of it, and we tell her everything, and she's a part of the team. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Anyway, so we get we get Charles to the apartment, and uh, Chuck has got like walkie talkies and like a box of like his stuff. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna ask him about the blue beret things with Ned's father? No. I feel like time and place. 
Yeah. For that stuff, like, let's get settled in first. Let's, like, have the rules. Maybe get him off our ass a bit. Hey, remember when you are in that peacekeeping organization, did you commit any war crimes? And also, what was Ned's dad like? And else, but, like... That's what kind of makes me think that, like, crimes? Charles might be a tiny bit garbagey because of the way that Dwight and Ned's dad are. Right. Yeah. And, and like, and they're both. Yeah, and, the, and the, their shared Dwight. history and everything. Yeah. Like, I can believe that somebody can change when, like, right. it seems like, like, I mean, unlike Ned's father, mm-hmm. Charles Charles stuck around when he had a kid. Yeah, I mean, Charles Charles comes off as someone who I, he... Maybe if he had like a weird past, or maybe been like maybe like a little bit of a dick at times, like seemed very dedicated to the concept of being a good father, mm-hmm. uh, which is different than Ned's dad, who well, we'll get to, who like e- right, who um, maybe even if he, regardless, we don't really know who he was outside of things, even if he did kind of roll with that crowd, yeah, um, he did not seem dedicated to being a good father in a way that we could visibly see. So mm. anyway. We're not, well, we're not going to talk about that now. So, Definitely not. But Chuck leaves, and Ned and Charles are talking, and Ned made a cake. Yeah, because he's trying. <laughs> he's trying, and then also, like, he I think it's, trying. like, this thing of, like, Ned only bakes pies. I'm like, no, he went to, ba- like, culinary school. Yeah. You yeah. can make a cake. Which is what I really liked about that that one episode earlier in the season where, like, Ned is talking. Ned is, like, a foodie, and when he talks about food, like, it's very exciting because, like, we do get to see, like, you know, it's not just this one, like, little niche thing that he does. It is something that he did, like, study and, like, expand upon. Um, and so it kind of adds a little bit of dimension to his character when he goes into, like, foodie mode, which is very fun. But, and, yes, it's a very good-looking cake. I would have liked a slice of it. It looked like a good cake. And, like, look, there's, like, chocolate pieces on it. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, how long? Cheers. I'm wondering, like, how long was he in the apartment? Because, like, that cake kind of take a little bit of long, like, a while to make. Mm-hmm. And, like, it looked like it was nicely cakes, decorated. Cakes take a while to make. Is it? Yeah. Um, they, Ned gives him a book about, like, rules and stuff, and I guess, like, Charles isn't really into rules, but it's mm-hmm. kind of, like, like, you're not even giving, I, that's what, well, again, because I think, I think he sees it as, like, these kids are trying to tell you what to do, it's like, so, like, it's like if you were, like, babysitting a kid, and then, like, a kid hands you, like, this, uh, piece of line paper with, like, one, like, number one scribbling, like, the S is uh, spelled backwards, and be like, one, don't touch my shit, and you'd be like, what? You're a child. Like, that's, I think that's really how he sees it. I know what I kind of think they should have done. I think Chuck needed to handle the situation. Yes, because they say they're going to handle it together, but this is one of those things where it's like, you got to work this out with And it's like, Ned, them. I think Chuck should have told him the rules mm-hmm. and, like, said, like, if you don't do this, you're not only going to hurt Ned, who yeah. I know you don't, like, care about that much, but yeah. you're also going to hurt me. Mm-hmm. And it's going to look, it's like, this is bad for me, too. Right. So do this. Mm-hmm. Also, like, so we bring to the fact that, like, Ned was the reason that he died. Who told him? Uh, he's probably a smart guy. He probably figured it out. But how would he figure out that he just, oh, because of, like, the, but then, like, did we tell Charles about the minute rule? Of, like, what happens? Uh, no, but, but, like, I don't, she probably said, made a comment about something, and he probably put it together himself, again, because he's probably, he seems like a, you know, fairly smart guy. But again, we're blaming a not, but again, like. We, I, I think there was a better way to like explain mm-hmm. the situation and like, but I, I, I don't think like, it'll. I don't care about your anxieties, kid. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Parenting. Care. I'm Team Ned forever. Yeah, Ned tries his best, and like Ned does apologize for killing. Yeah, and then it's like it's like that'll take a while for me to get over, and I'm just like. I mean, it kind of reminds remember when we met to see Robert Cargill at Fantastic Fest and like the because like he wrote a couple books and like there was like a similar thing in those of like the stuff that you did as a child screws you up like screws up and like yeah. still ruins you as an adult. Right. 
That kind of reminded me what it reminded me of is yes. It's true. Yes. Anyway. Even though it probably shouldn't, because like they're children. It's childhood trauma. Yay! We're fine. We're all fine. Anyway, can uh, what sounds what next? Um, so we meet Annabelle Vander Sloop. It's not I thought it was Sleuth, it's Sloop. Sloop. Oh, I thought you were gonna go. Um, well, not popping right and uh, do you want to talk? You want to talk about her look, like her outfit? I already talked about it. Her, her. Um, can't speak to manage her haircut. Uh, do you want to talk about her outfit? It's very prim and proper. Um, but it, it's it's uh, she seems to enjoy her crafts a lot because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's like everywhere. So, um, they were involved in making don- dioramas ha- honoring their late husbands. Yes, and diorama is a very, very exclusively a, a widow hobby. You can't, you can't do it unless you. She was mean to Olive, so like we don't she, like her. Yeah, we don't really like her because she was rude to Olive. Um, so she built so, but Annabelle has a diorama honoring um, is of like this, this factory honoring her husband's of uh, oh it's a mun- mun- munitions magnet mm-hmm. Adolf Vandersloop. Yes. Um, and he apparently died on a Fourth of July. A firework went into the building and then exploded. So that's, yeah, what goes around comes around. We learned you can never have enough glitter. That's true. What is true on her? It's everywhere. It's everywhere on her. And then she's got, like, cotton balls sucked her ass. Yeah. Oh, so Annabelle said that she was with Nora when he found out that Merle was alive. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it was kind of like figuring, because, like, I get, like, if a parent's gone for 10 years, not because of, like, them being a bad parent, but because yeah. of being lost at sea. Yeah, that happens. That happens. There, it's like it's kind of like a you can forgive them kind of thing, but it's also like the dynamic has like completely changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially like if like the kid was like a like a toddler when you left, and now they're like a teenager. It's kind of mm-hmm. like so it felt like there was kind of like a how do we do this thing? Right. Yeah. And then Nora finally like the, apparently Elliot and Nora were kind of talking about take, taking a trip around the world. Yeah. And Nora was like, No, no, we can't do that. And then we figured. Then she's like, Oh yeah. And then Merle snapped and then murdered his wife. We're good. Obviously. 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 Also, she's mean to Olive because Olive's not a widow. Yeah, correct. In any way. And then when they... She she's tells, just single. She tells a story just. about, like, a horse. Maybe, like, that could do it. And we're like, no. That was not the case. Nope. And then also we wonder why Elliot didn't mention the feud with his mother. Yes, because... So that puts suspicion on him. Because maybe, perhaps, that he really wanted to go on a trip with his father, but his mother wouldn't let him. So they... I guess this is important. So apparently they were trying to sell the lighthouse, or somebody was trying to sell the lighthouse, mm-hmm. um, but they couldn't because it's an historical landmark. Right. So we knew the guy who was like sell, trying to sell, do the real estate, which is Willie Gherkin. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, Elliot asked him for ten grand up front mm-hmm. for like the selling and stuff or something, like whatever. Mm-hmm. So then Emerson's kind of thinking that Merle killed. Nora, and then Elliot set up this, like, whole ruse mm-hmm. so that they would be distracted, everybody would be distracted, and then they, he could go off with his dad. Right. Would you mean that Elliot was, like, either involved or, like, figured it out? Because, like, why would he want to be with a murderer? Right. But they're like, well, he, they're not going to leave now because mm-hmm. it's a storm. Right. So they're not going to leave now, so they're talking. So then Emerson and Oliver are like, we can just smoke them out and, like, forgot if they're probably still around. Mm-hmm. Emerton tells the story about his ex and that he hates the rain now because him and his ex used to just like snuggle up in the rain yeah, with brandy and tomato soup and it seems mm-hmm. adorable. And then uh, as they're talking, they all says maybe we should check out the caves because like there's like sounds in there, so let's do that. Yes. 
Back to Ned and Chuck and stress. Stress. Um, ah. Ned's making pies and is like Chuck's gonna go to the store and get some stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess like does she still need to disguise this guy's? I don't know. She I feel like she had like of... she had like a fifteen minutes of fame. Is like people gonna remember? I don't think so at that point. It's like maybe you look like a resemblance to somebody, right? Um, and then Chuck's kind of amused by this idea of like her dad torturing her boyfriend, which like I get because like she never got to do mm-hmm. that. But then also like Chuck, this is serious. Yeah, because they're both adults, but they're both also twelve. Yes, or in high school. Yeah, because that's all she's saying. It's like, hey, like we get to, you're like the quarterback. I'm like the cheerleader. We can sneak around and like it'll be fun. Yeah, and their whole relationship that this whole show is very much like young love because they never got to because yeah, it's the people getting to experience like people going through like early life experiences later in life because they didn't get to for various reasons. Yep, and then they kiss through Saran wrap mm-hmm. and it's adorable. But then guess who's downstairs? Guess who's guess who saw. Charles, Charles. Mr. Charles himself. So then Ned's all upset and, like, I think at this point, like, his, because, like, he had, like, a brim and, like, it probably got really filled up when he found out that Charles was still alive mm-hmm. and, like, maybe it was, like, halfway full with, like, all stuff with Dwight. It got to a brim and then it's, like, kept going up and now it's, like, <laughs> so then he kicks everybody out of the pie hole because, like, he's freaking out about this. Yeah. And he's, like, it's really bad because he's, like, yelling and basically, like, and Charles is like, look, I've been walking up for an hour. Nobody said anything. It's yeah. like, you could just say I'm a burn victim, which, like, I mean, you could. Fair. You could just, like, yeah, nobody, no, like Nobody's going to think, see a guy like that and be like, oh, my God, that was a man that was dead, and now he is alive again. Because, again, like, nobody's going to immediately go to right. guy has magical powers. Right, exactly. That's not Which, like, I understand that, like, but, like, I think it's the idea of, like, somebody find, but, like, still, like, if you see somebody who's been dead for 20 years and they come back, you mm-hmm. might have questions. Right. You're not going to go to magic, but then also, like, there is that fear of, like, mm-hmm. Right, and it's it's a fear. So, you know, sometimes it's not always rational. And then Charles is like, you like, you're, because he thinks like, oh, this is just about you, though, because they don't go after the monster. They go after, like, the, they, don't, they don't go after Frankenstein. They go after his monster, so. Well, no, no, no. So Charles says they Charles didn't said, want the monster. They yeah. wanted the scientists. Right. And I'm like, they're probably going to want all of you. And like, but like, yes. he's saying like, this is just about you. And he's like, it's not, though. Mm-hmm. Right. And that kind of thing. And then Ned kind of says they went after the monster, not Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. And then brew and mop fight. And then, it, yeah, then things escalate in the way that conversations between men sometimes do. With fighting. With fisticuffs. It's a uh, fight, not though. Not fisticuffs, but yeah. It was, the, I, was, I was concerned during this whole thing. Is that like he was going to touch? Accidentally, yeah. Oh, my God. That would have been, been the worst. That would have been the worst. Um, I'm glad it, that didn't happen. Um, but, like, that, that would have been a thing. That would have been super dark. That also- would have been bad. That would have been bad, and also, like, you wouldn't have a plot with Charles anymore, because then he would have been dead dead. Yeah. And then also, like, what would that mean for... Yeah. But then also, like, wouldn't it be in a more... That would have led to, like, a... Because they have a fight, like, later on, but that would have led to, like, a bigger fight. Big fight. Because not only would it be dead dead, but then also Ned would have been like, this wouldn't have happened if you wouldn't... If you didn't yeah. do this in the first place. Right. Everybody's at fault. Maybe, like, Ned, like, least of all. I'm just going to keep defending Ned, because, like... <laughs> He didn't. He didn't deserve this. When in doubt, defend Ned. That's kind of how we operate here. He didn't. I, he, close. I mean, I know, like, he was trying not to bring Charles back to life. I know that he did, but did he keep him alive? He was. That was not his decision. No. Anyway, so then uh, they finish the fight. Ned kind of like locks him in the pantry. So we good for now. Mm-hmm. Um, Emerson and I'll decide to investigate the cages, and they find Merle, and he's in there with stuff. So we have questions. Mm-hmm. 
he says that Elliot's gathering supplies and claims basically that Merle and Nora, when he came back, were trying to, like, revive their marriage mm-hmm. a bit, but 10 years. It's hard. It's hard. You become different people. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't working out, which, like, makes sense. Fair. And then Nora admits that she was seeing somebody else mm-hmm. as well, which, like, I think is fair after, like, 10 years of somebody. After, like, yeah, 10 years, that makes sense. Well, it's kind of like if, if it's, like, an army guy and, like, they've been missing for, like, I think it's, like, once they're missing for, like, five years, they're, like, legally dead. Mm-hmm. So, like, at, so, like, it's been, pa- I think, like, once you get, like, that point, then you're, like. Right. I think that's, like, totally reasonable to do. Mm-hmm. And that Merle was in the caves when she died. Mm-hmm. And he's got an alibi as Venice fishing line. As thin as fishing line. Yes. Um, and then we're still wondering, like, but w- then, because we still think Elliot might have something to do with it, but Elliot didn't know about the other man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is, like, hard to tell a kid. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Merle doesn't know the name of the man that his wife was seeing, and, uh, but they, they did find, like, a Dutch, like, love spoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that the man gave to the man gave to Nora, mm-hmm. and uh, the spoon has AP loves NM. Mm-hmm. So we know AP is Augustus Gus Papen. Gasp. So we're thinking husband comes back, mm-hmm. scorned lover, kills girl. Right. The end. There. We did it. Back to the pie hole. Pie hole. Um, Chuck comes back after going to the store, and uh, we find that her dad's locked in the pantry and is, like, feigning being super injured. Yeah, right. Which, like, eh. Chuck is, like, like we like we feel this, like, we find this out, like, Chuck has kind of kept this, like, idea in her ha- head that her that her father's like, always been this, like, great, mm-hmm. like, guy and perfect and would never do anything like that when it, like, reality, maybe not perfect. He's a human. Yes. I mean, and, like... It's very funny that you would think he's a perfect human being just because literally your existence is based on the fact that he was having an affair. So, <laughs> you know. Um, anyway, continue. Um, so she's like stressed handling all the stuff with like Ned and Charles and then fighting. And then Ned's like, well, then you handle it. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, great. Yeah. He's like, all right. Out of, your, out of my hands. You do this. You, like, you, probably. You want, you want this, you deal with it. That's fair. Fair, though. Fair. Like, Fair. Yes. Um, so then Chuck goes upstairs, and Charles has like a cookbook, and they're like, "We're gonna leave tonight." And she's like, "No, what?" Mm-hmm. And like that kind of thing. And she just kind of wants. She wants like I think she kind of wishes that like she was still eight, and her when her dad was alive, and they could have that whole relationship thing. Yeah. And it's kind of like, sorry, mm-hmm. you, you can't. And then Charles goes on a whole thing about pies are simple and cakes are complex, and then yes. we're like, well, mm-hmm. they're both dessert. He's like, pies are just crusts and filling. Cakes are layered. And I'm like, cakes are sponge and icing. <laughs> but both are very tasty. Both are I would, very tasty. I would like at least one of them right now. No. Oh, okay. You get neither. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, you can also like make like a pie that's like a cake like cake thing kind of. And also like you can put fruit on cake. Mm-hmm. It's like fine. It's fine. I don't know if Chuck Charles is good metaphors. Basically, like, how can you settle for, like, a life of confinement? Like, the, the Chuck guy knew was, like, wanted to see the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then we, I think, like, somebody should say to, like, we should say to, like, yeah, that's when she was eight. Right. And, like, you know, she is fun. Yeah. She helps solve murders. Woo. All the time. Yeah, I know. She's living a pretty exciting, she's living exciting. Like, and I do think that, like. Go places. And I feel like within, like, a year or two, she could probably travel more because, like, again, people are going to forget her face. Yeah. 
I mean, it's, but he's saying, like, I think, like, he kind of also thinks, like, Ned's, like, controlling her, which isn't the case. Right. Because, yeah. again, she has her own apartment. Right, yeah. Which she can't say in because of Olive, sadly. So that's fun. So Olive talks to Annabelle about Gus and to see, like, if she knows anything about his involvement with Nora. Mm-hmm. And also uh, basically saying, like, I told uh, the other widows or your story. And we were, like, made us so happy because it's better to have loved and lost than never loved at all. Why are we so mean to Olive? <laughs> Everyone, like, Olive just can't catch a break. She just, everyone's just rude to her. Um, but then also say this, Annabelle, as she's leaving, she bumps into Emerson and then puts his hand on, like, his chest and there's paper mache. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that. Yeah. Keep that in mind. So um, Emerson was, like, snooping around and he found a proposal um, to redevelop the lighthouse into, like, a resort and, like, spa kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which like, can you do that for historical society, or for something that's like a bit like it's historical? And, like, uh, you... don't think about it. Okay. So we're figuring that Gus planned to turn the lighthouse into like a water park and like a hotel yeah. and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so basically, then that's why he probably wanted to get rid of Nora and probably since Merle's been gone for a while, like it doesn't matter. So we wanted to get rid of right. Elliot. So I'm like, let's go back to the lighthouse, and we're back to the lighthouse now. It's snowing. Yes, it has turned over now because weather. Mm-hmm. And uh, Elliot is uh, is in trouble. He's dangling precariously. Yep, with like a bunch of flags. And the lighthouses are tall. Yes. It, it's a, it, it would be a considerably long job. So we're like, save the child. But also we see Gus there. And he's like, hold, like holding up for your life. And like, he doesn't seem like that strong of a guy. No, no. He seems like he's a little... Probably, in, like, from what, Stumpy. from what other stuff we see of him, probably a nice man. He's, you know, he seems nice enough. Yeah, so then, so are they trying to save him, and then Emerson helps. We find out that uh, this wasn't Gus who, like, was uh, doing this. This was Elliot. Basically, he realized that the storm was bad, so he wanted to do his mom proud yeah. and, like, get the flag up, but then he slipped and fell. Yeah. Which is, like, maybe get better shoes for slippage. Aw, poor kid. Poor kid really can't get a break. Yeah, so that's what we said. Um, Gus goes, they all go back inside, and they're trying to figure out, like, did Gus kill mm-hmm. uh, Nora? And then we see another guy in the, uh, in the raincoat with the harpoon. Yes. And then he shoots the harpoon, and it's like that gag thing. Yeah. Yeah, with a, with a, with a, um, a banner for the, the... Paving County Lighthouse Resort. And yes. It's the day spa. Then there's a quartet. <laughs> there's just, like, a random barbershop quartet that goes and likes to, and is performing a little, a little tune. Well, I mean, they're, they're trying to sell... Yes. What they're doing. Yeah. Also, Olive starts singing. Oh, a good sales pitch. Of course she does. Why not? Oh, we do kind of like another going on. You were just like kind of weirded out. And then, ev- weirded out. And then Emerson just points his gun. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut the acapella. Shut the acapella. If you watch Pitch Perfect. Uh, I don't think Pitch Perfect was out by this it time. It wasn't. Pushing Daisies predates this. Pushing Daisies. Did it first. It's acapella. I miss Pitch Perfect. Okay. I don't think you liked that movie. No. I remember I, because I saw that movie when, like, I think, like, a couple of days after it came out and, like, didn't hear anything about it. So, like, I was one of those people who was like, oh, this movie's actually good yeah. compared to what I thought it was going to be, which is garbage. Yeah. And then you saw it after all the hype. Yeah. And so I did not. I, even even then, I probably would not have enjoyed it for reasons. The sequel's bad. Uh, you don't like acapella? Acapella's fine. It's, like, I kind of, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Continue. Anna Kendrick? She's, she's she's good. You know. <laughs> Remixes? It's alright. Yes. It's fine. <laughs> the sequels are bad. Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. So anyway, so we're sell so that's what Gus wanted to do. He wanted to sell Elliot on this. Mm-hmm. 
Apparently, so we learned that Gus and Nora were actually, this was like Nora's idea as well. Not, maybe not her idea, but like they, she was working with them to do this. Uh-huh. Probably to get like more money in and like, you know, stuff for Elliot. And then Elliot's like, so you guys were dating? Aw, <laughs> yeah. Aw, so they didn't tell. And then they kind of like broke it off so that Merle and him, her can like work out together. But then they couldn't and just like this kid's heart is just crushed. And uh, Olive notices that there's a glitter on the window as well. Yes, there's glitter everywhere. And also there's some paper mache on Gus's head. Mm-hmm. So that, that paints us a picture. It paints us a picture that, uh, that well, the first picture is that Gus was not only, like, sleeping with Nora, but also with Annabelle Vandersloop. Mm-hmm. And that she got upset, and Annabelle, and then killed Nora. Yeah. But uh, it's not, I think it was more just, like, Annabelle might be a bit crazy. Annabelle, mm, maybe he's trying to see things you, that aren't there. See things that aren't there because Gus kind of says, like, we might have hooked up years ago at a Christmas party. Right. So, like, it's like, again, like, Gus is actually a good guy. He's just, like, a chill dude. He's a chill dude. Like, that kind of thing. Kind of like the run, the rose of the Rosemary Kennedy. <laughs> that was a dark uh, reference. You know the Rosemary Kennedy story? I don't think I know the Rosemary Kennedy story. So she's a Kennedy. I think she was the oldest daughter. Okay. And she had some, I think she might have had some, like, a little bit of mental issues and also she was rebellious. And her father was kind of annoyed with her, so then he got her lobotomized. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, lobotomies, thinking, like, this will cure her. Oh, my God. And then, you know, lobotomies. They don't really do that. So then she kind of, like, had the mental capacity of a two-year-old and had to live in a mental place for the rest of her life but it did like encourage her sister to and like basically they kept her hidden like didn't tell anybody i don't even think told like the gubba kids oh my god i need to go to bed immediately after that the good the po- positive is that i think what's her sister's name like eustace or eugenia no whatever yeah. one of the sisters i'm sorry i'll i'll put it put it in there mm-hmm. because of like this experience created the special olympics Oh. So, you know. Interesting. Good things come out of this. So, no. don't lobotomize your children. Didn't we already establish lobotomies are bad? Yes, but we could always reiterate the point for the folks at home. Lobotomies are bad. Lobotomies are bad. Just therapy. Therapy is easy. Therapy. And it's like there is like another thing. More therapy. Yeah. Different kinds of therapy. Mm-hmm. Don't lobotomize. Please don't lobotomize people. <laughs> anyway, would you like to continue? No, um, I'm not. I'm not done. Okay. okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, So we uh, do that, and then we're downstairs, and there's Annabelle, and she's laid out a bunch of gunpowder left by her husband, Mm -hmm. and she's going to blow them up, and I'm like, do we have to blow up a child? Yeah, let's not. And also, like, the the quartet. What did the quartet do? They they were just singing some tunes. They They were were just just there. Yeah, man. I don't. But then Olive kind of uh, talks her down. And it's basically saying, like, look, I understand, like, the feeling of, like, you wanting a man to, like, know you guys belong together, but then he doesn't see it and is, like, mm-hmm. with somebody else. Right. It's like, you tr- you try to get over Ned, mm-hmm. Gus, and then, but you don't. So it's like, what do you do? And then she, you know, blows up the can- the match thing. Right. And then Annabelle goes to jail. Nice. And then uh, Marilyn and Elliot get the props that they need and they go around the world. Hooray. Mm-hmm. And Olive gets some of the money from Emerson, and then they're talking, basically saying, like, Olive still has feelings for Ned. Yeah, because, yep, yep. Yeah, no, the, the way that, that Olive, um, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not disengage, um, de-escalates. Um, the situation is. Yeah, the way she de-escalates the situation is just so good. 
She's just, it's just so good. And yeah, basically she reveals there like, by the way, she's just going to have feelings for Ned. Surprise, eternal flame. But yeah, Emerson does be like, you got feelings for Ned, you're not going to, you're not going to murder anybody, are you? <laughs> and she's like, no. Um, and so, but they, you can tell they got a soft spot for each other. Yeah. So they basically, uh, Emerson's like, if you ever want a job here, just, you know, let me know mm-hmm. and I'll do that. And then spinoff show. No. I, oh, that would have been fun. That would have been fun. Anyway. So that's the conclusion of that. Mm-hmm. Back to the pie hole. What can go wrong? But, uh, what can go wrong? Um, Chuck explains that uh, basically like her feelings about like I saw my father as this and then he dies and then that's how I always remembered him. Mm-hmm. Basically like realizing that like that's like not really what her father was and also she's not that little girl anymore. So right. she says like I'm staying here. Here. Yeah. This is what I'm doing. And um, basically Chuck says okay he's upstairs and he's going to apologize and we're going to throw this out. Mm-hmm. Um, not what happens. Not what happens. Turns out he left the book and a spoon and and a note saying I choose to and then steals Ned's car. Yeah. And goes away. You just so long, Charles. The end. Wherever you may have run off to. So long. So that's good. Uh yeah, so that was a thing that happened. Again, um, I don't think he would tell. I don't think like there's. I don't know what he would get out of telling. He, yeah, really, he has nothing to gain by like revealing his identity. The only thing is anything. like, yeah, like he takes this like guy away from Chuck, but then also Chuck's gonna be mad at him. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like the only thing, the only ever reason he, I think, he would reveal himself is if he was trying to like get back in contact with somebody from his life before. Um, cause like, can't really get around that, but. Who else would he get, want to get in contact with besides like Vivian and Lily? Theoretically, just, I don't know, maybe a good old buddy. People have friends, right? Uh, so, but yeah, no, otherwise, like, I don't think he's that big of a liability. I mean, yes and no, but. I think it's, I think it definitely traumatized Chuck a bit. Yes. It did. It did. Yeah. A lot. Um, so yeah, she, she, uh. Yeah. We'll do it on the next episode. Yeah. We'll where a lot that. happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of this one? It just keeps happening. Uh, this episode, I, I in I think I like this episode. I mean, we get to, like, you know, see the consequences of the things that, that happened, sort of. Um, I think we have more, mostly, the more consequences next episode, I think, but at least we get to kind of see where that happens. Um, I, li- I, I was curious to get to know Charles Charles as a character, um, and it's kind of funny that I ca- I've kind of talked about wh- how I kind of interpret his character, but, like... He seems like chill, but but kind of an asshole at the same time. <laughs> but like not in a way that's like overtly mm-hmm. jerkish, just in like a, a you know more run of mill kind of way. Um, so he's he's an interesting character. I'm curious to kind of see what else we learn about him as we go on. I uh, but yeah, so I, I yeah I think I, I I enjoyed this. It was it um that people keep doing things, don't they? Making mistakes. Like humans? Making questionable choices like like humans, I suppose. Do you want some facts? I would trivia? Some facts, yeah. So uh, episode's working title was Lighthouse and Candle on the Water. Mm-hmm. Who sings that song? Oh, I don't know. It probably says it in the facts, so I didn't look. Um, cultural references. Yes, this episode is a homage to the 1977 Walt Disney picture film Pete's Dragon. Oh, among the references on um, both... I don't think I've seen Pete's... At least not in its entirety. Me neither. They did a remake, and I heard it wasn't that bad. Oh, I did see the remake was of it Pete's good? Dragon. I, it was whatever. I didn't really care about it. It was fine. I watched... It, you can tell I didn't really care about it because when I said, I've never seen Pete's Dragon, and I didn't follow it up with, I think I saw the remake, I just forgot it existed for a minute. <laughs> Until you said it again, I was like, oh my god, it did. I don't remember anything from it. There was a dragon. Yes. I think it was furry. 
I thought in the original it was animated. Yeah, no, but I'm talking the remake. Okay. In the remake, it was. I thought it was going to have been like CGI furry. and like scaly. Yes, it was CGI, but they put fur on it, which was okay. a questionable decision because dragons are typically scaly. Um, the references are both plots contain lighthouses. The family name of Maquadi is similar to the town name of Passamaquoddy. Okay. Um, the character of Nora McQuaddy is named after Helen Reddy's character, Nora, who was also a lighthouse keeper. The song Candle in the Water is from this movie. Um, the son's name is Elliot. Oh. Um, oh, the villain of Peach Dragon, Doc Tearson, was played by Jim Dale, who's the narrator of oh. this show. Oh. Fun time. Time. Full circle, aren't we? Oh, the father's name is Merle. Okay. Okay, yeah. Merle's a great name. Sing. Who sings, who's like, performs Candle in the Water? Uh... Oh, it's from Peach Dragon. Yeah. Like the song is. I thought they meant like it was just a normal song. No. Yes. Hooray. Cool. That's fun. So that's the facts. Them's the facts. So that's the, so we're starting to like, remember like after comfort food, you were like concerned about like, there's some stuff that like happens. I mean, it kind of feels like we kind of like brushed, like, like the stuff with like Dwight was kind of like, yeah. are we going to deal with this? Yeah. So this kind of like lets us like begin like some of the stuff that we're dealing with, and then mm-hmm. the next episode is more of dealing. Yeah. Yeah. With the consequences of our actions, because mm-hmm. you know, maybe we shouldn't undead people. Maybe we shouldn't undead people. So yeah, uh, yeah. We'll we'll see when we get there. You want to get there now? I kind of want to get there. All right, we're gonna take a break, and we're gonna talk about season two, episode ten, the Norwegians. The Norwegians. Not all of the Norwegians. Just some of the Norwegians. Sure, it's a lovely country. Woo! Stay tuned. Pushing daisies, we're back. Pushing daisies, we're back. We're talking about the Norwegians. The Norwegians. Not all of them. I've never been to Norway, but I'm assuming. I've, I would love to go to Norway. Me sometime. too. I and then I'm. I want to see a nice fjord. I, is that what it? I, I'm I apologize if we get you confused with Sweden. Genuinely, because I understand that it's a thing. IKEA is the other one. Hmm. I said IKEA is in the other one. <laughs> Not IKEA. No. So Norway. That's like the Vikings. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Sure. That area. Uh, Scandinavian. Scandinavia. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it also like seems cold. It is cold. I say like I've been there. I have not, but I just it looks very cold. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming you have good stuff. Norway, yeah. hi, hi, Art. If we have any Norwegian viewers, hello to our Norwegian followers. I hope. I was about to say good talking like that's that's German. German. <laughs> I don't know. How do you say? Hello? I don't know how to speak Norwegian. It is a Northern Germanic language, but I don't know. Um. Anyway, so I don't know Swedish either. I have a friend who knows Swedish. Hmm? I have a friend who knows Swedish, which is very exciting. Is I don't... it the Swedish chef? We're going to talk uh, like that. Her no. her, her, I, her, I, her, I, her. I think any Norwegian followers we just had, we lost them. Well, that wasn't Norwegian. That was Swedish. No, we don't have any Swedish followers. There they love our... the Swedish chef. <laughs> Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. Uh, so this episode's a lot. This We're dealing a... with stuff. There's a lot. There's a lot. Let's just go for it. Okay. So, want to start with the past? Not really. Not really, but good. <laughs> just, just gun. You just have gun questions it. about this. Just gun it. I yes, I did have questions about this. So, new Eugene. So Ned, baby Ned, and Eugene Milton Donnie, mm-hmm. they are skipping class and they are hunting. Not really hunting. They have army clothes on somehow. They somehow got some army clothes. And they find a corpse because why not? It just just walking about. They found a corpse. It's fine. 
And um, Eugene gets scared and runs off, which also has questions. Like a normal child. So then Ned kind of touches it back to life, and he's got a giant hole in his body. Because Ned feels like, if he can solve this murder, maybe his dad will love him. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I'm sorry. It doesn't work like that. Your dad's a dick. Your dad's a Unless he, maybe he'll help you out in later on in life. We'll get there. <laughs> anyway, so, but then the guy's like, no, it wasn't a murder. I just shot myself with my gun. Sometimes it happens, man. But then the cops show up, and he's kind of, like, standing up, and then he dies, and then Ned has the gun, so it looks... It looks like he shot him. So then, I guess both him and Eugene go to jail. They get arrested for murder? Even though Eugene wasn't there? He, like, went back? Yeah. And then Eugene's parents come and pick him up? And then Ned's still in jail. How long was he in jail for? I guess not that long. Cause what was could... the charge? Is that on his permanent record? Murder was the, probably Murder. the charge. Murder. They, but they probably figured out that it was an accident. I hope they did. And then he got out of jail because he was able to get a business. Right. And, like, we know he went to school. Yeah. We think he finished school. We think so. We know he finished culinary school. I mean, yes. So that means he would have had to not been in jail. Theoretically. <laughs> Don't think about it. I'm going to think about it. What does it matter anymore? Keep going, yeah. So, Ned and Chuck are sad. <laughs> Welcome to Pushing Daisies. Welcome to Pushing Daisies. We're a little bummed out. Well, Ned's upset because a Charles stole his car, that kind of thing, and 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 Ned seems to be pretty, a pretty big fan of his car, so that's a little sad. Ned's like driving. Yeah, he does like to drive. Yes, and uh, he's probably upset because now like this liability is gone. Mm-hmm. Also, Chuck is a bit traumatized because her dad just left her. Yeah, like that was a dick move. Yeah, well, especially because you know she spent a lot of her life missing her dad, and then she got him back, and then he fucked her off. That's a dick move. But Chuck finds a button in the snow to give her false hope. Mm-hmm. But I do love his bit. So they're talking about how unhappy they are, and then um, basically that they're in a mess, and that it's her fault. Which like, you know, yeah. And because uh, like it's like there whatever happens if like anyway if Charles tells about Ned's ability, mm-hmm. and they want to hold hands, so they do it via Emerson. Yeah, and then Emerson just goes off. Yeah, he he's he, Emerson has some questions. It's basically like, hey. Y'all done hacked up. You're basically saying, like, you shouldn't have brought him back to life. Like, you shouldn't have, like, kept him alive. You should have just like, killed him off. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, so I don't know, like, if you think this. Like, I'm I'm going to get more into this when we, like, finish the show. Yeah. Did you, did this kind of feel like, like, a season finale episode to you? Um, with this, not like, quite. Like, it well, felt, like, towards the end of the season, but it didn't feel like a season I guess, like, with, like, characters, like, realizing stuff and, like, stuff about, like, themselves and, like, the way, like, stuff, like, shifts, it kind of felt like, are we getting, like, we're... It did feel like a bigger episode, yeah. But I'm not sure if it felt like finale. Yeah, okay. Not even with the reveal at the end? Um, the reveal at the end made me go, hey, what's... Let me see the next one. Well... But, like, I guess that's the thing of, like, you should have done that. I guess it's like, with Emerson talks about how, like, some of it's on him as well, which, like, you know, fair. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're basically upset with them. And then also, Olive wants to help. She does. All she wants to do is be a part of things and help other people. Yes. Let her. But the big thing is, like, we're not telling her the secrets. And then she kind of gets upset because, like, mm-hmm. you either let me in or you don't. And then you're kind of, like, your powwow groups. Like, what's going on? I'm upset. Yeah. 
And I think Chuck suggests that they tell Olive as well. Yeah. Which, like, they sh- I don't think they should. I think Ned should because it's his power. It's, him, it's, his, it's his story to tell, but. But you know what? I was, like, thinking about this, and I never really realized this. Ned hasn't actually told anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, Chuck came back to life. Yeah. So that's how he found it. And then Emerson saw it. Yeah. So he's actually never told anybody. Right. So I feel like it's kind of like a. It's time. It's time to tell somebody. And then also, but I kind of understand why he doesn't want to tell. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a messed up thing. It's a thing. Um, Later on, we get to, because you were wondering, like, so there was this whole thing with Dwight and then he just dies. Mm-hmm. So what's going on with that? Yeah. Well, we go, we're at Emerson's office and he's playing with yarn. And then Vivian stops by and mm-hmm. says, can you figure out what happened to Dwight? Yeah. Because he's gone. Right. So. Emerson tries to break it to her gently. <laughs> that he was a shitty guy? Yeah, basically. Here's the thing, though, and I'm confused about this. Remember in episode three when they had the guy that, uh, the funeral home guy who died? Yeah. And then Emerson took the case and said that you want me to take his case because nobody else is going to look into this? Mm-hmm. Why didn't he do that this time? Um, is it because he likes Vivian? Probably because it was a split second decision. That makes sense, but to, I think it, it yeah. would have made more sense if he would have. T- I think it would have made more sense if he took the case and then gathered up the evidence saying that he wasn't a good person. Right. Yeah. But I understand. I guess like in that moment, you're just kind of like he was like it stressed was like, about everything. Yeah. Kind of like go away. It was gut protective instinct that he wanted to like shoo her away. Yes. So that's so basically, but Vivian is upset because she doesn't know where Dwight is. Mm-hmm. Um, he dead, mm-hmm. and uh, so we need to figure that out, right? And but like, and also like, I'm saying like he was a bad guy, and like I feel like maybe also like if it was a, if it was a split second thing, mm-hmm. get like evidence to, like if you have anything like how do you know he's a bad guy? Right, yeah. Were you involved? Right. Yes, but um, then he, Emerson goes back to the pie hole, um, and tells them that he just saved their asses. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. But then we get the Norwegians. The Norwegians. Uh, great. They, that was not who I was expecting to see this episode. It was, it was fabulous. What, what were you expecting? I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting that. Uh, and that was fun. Because they're just like this... Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. What's the word I'm looking for? Great. Um, no, but... Hold on. Continue. So it's two men and a woman. It's a... Magnus Olstak Dag Datter or Dather, I don't know Norwegian pronunciation. Sorry, uh, Hedda Lillehammer and N- Niles Nielsen or mm-hmm. Niels Nielsen. I'm sorry, Nils Nielsen. Nils Nielsen. Um, and they're the Norwegians. <laughs> they're the Norwegians. And they're they're they're, 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 they're a detective agency. <laughs> yes, and the word I was looking for, I think, was Erzats, um, which is German. Uh, but basically, um, Erzats. Um, made or used as a substitute, typically an inferior one, for something else. The more you know. So that's that's what they made me think of. But yes, they are these almost uh, a Scandinavian doppelgangers of our lovely, lovely crime-solving crew. Hooray! Which is very fun. We learned the story that they were like part of the Norwegian like police force, and they were good. Yes. And then the murder rate went down. Good job, Norway. Which is great, but the yeah, no, because Norway is not like huge, not population wise. Like population wise, why? How how big is population Norway? I don't know. I'm looking it up because I'm I want to know. Um, Population. 
of Norway. It is 5.32 million. Okay. So, uh, hold on. Frame of reference, the state of Pennsylvania has 12.8 million people. <laughs> yeah. uh, so. And Pennsylvania's not even, well, so it's big, right? Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania's the fifth largest state. Oh, it takes like six hours to get from here to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. But fifth largest population wise. But like, I mean, if you go to like out west, there's a lot bigger states. Out but there. Uh, thoughts on the Norwegians. But so the Norwegians, not a lot. So not a lot of crime to solve. Right. But so there then, is a lot of crime in the United States. Hello. Good job, America. Good job, America. Proud of you. <laughs> so they Keep ride on the- killing. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, please. Thank you. So then they ride their bus across the sea. Yeah, they travel. They travel by map. I mean, if you're gonna go to a place also that has a lot of murder, Pavin County. Yeah, fair amount of murder. Fair amount of murder. But then they keep getting. Uh, Emerson keeps getting the stuff instead. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah, em- Emerson is is top dog, and the Norwegians are trailing. Right. But how would you feel about these three? <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I just, I just think the uh, just having a rival gang, but. Their Norwegian is really funny. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. I only like, knew one of the actors because uh, was a guy, the guy played Magnus as uh, <laughs> Orlando Jones, who I know for I know he's in a bunch of stuff, but I know him from Sleepy Hollow, that show okay. that I want to do eventually, even though uh, the ending is stupid and I and, get, and I get mad at a point and I hate it. Mm-hmm. What other other things has he been in? Um, I know he was in like Go Search. What was he on? Um. I don't like Mad TV. Oh, okay. But yeah, I know from Sleepy Hollow mainly. Um, he's always on American Gods uh, currently. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Sleepy Hollow, which is what I know from Black Dynamite, which, you know. Mm-mm. No, but I know he's on, like, Mad TV. Yeah, but he's on. A fair, a fair amount of things. Yeah, so. Excellent. Yes. But uh, so yeah, they're fun, and uh, but they're also very, they're not like Emerson. Kind of seems like the more like no- noir kind of yeah detective, and then they're just kind of like the science based and like yes. So they keep asking him questions like, does he know anything about this, and like, why didn't he take it? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they have to hide Chuck, and all is hiding with her. He's like, I'm so mad, but I want to know what we're doing. <laughs> Because Olive is too good for them. It's true. Like, she's she's willing to jump into it, and they are not ready to let Even, her like, in. later on. Yeah. She's still too good for them. Yeah. This is right. why she has an Emmy for this role. That's a very good point. Your hair, your, you're messing up your hair. I know. I gotta fix this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I know this sounds like one thing, but, like, because I keep, like, pushing them up when, like, they're falling off. Yeah, but your hair just keeps going. Oh, okay. There you go. Which I don't, That's better. I don't want to poof. Good. I'm not Jersey Shore. Yeah. And that's we, like a, we left that in the 2010s. No, it's still on. Like the we King. left that fashion in the 2010s. That's true. Yeah, Snooki's better now. Uh, yeah. They're all better-ish now. Sure. Why not? I've seen stuff. There's also... So there was a... Because uh, Sarah watches this. Uh, there was a dating show with Vinny and Polly D where, like, they were dating women too on the same show. Okay. <laughs> you didn't have to get... En- unlike other crappy dating shows, they didn't have to get engaged oh. right away. Oh, well, that's good. They could just have a relationship, which take is it, better. Take it to Bachelor. Calling out the Bachelor. Wow, Bachelor Bachelor Nation's gonna come out. And Why do they have to get engaged? Why can't they just have a relationship? I don't. Also, like with this season, because because love is a series of conditional transactions. I mean, so I know some of them are still married. Like, good for them. But good like, for them. 
but that's you're the minority, honey. Okay, let's um push some daisies. <laughs> we haven't seen each other in so long. It's a lot. It's been a while. We're catching up. Um. Yes. So they. So but the Norwegians plan to find out what happened to Dwight using mother, mother. Um, which is their science lab. Yeah, I forgot. On wheels. Oh, I think I can find that. I don't know. It's like motor something, something. Although I think, no, because I saw the, okay, I forgot the full thing. But I'll look it up. But I think, like, if somebody said, if you actually, like, put the anagram together, it's MILF. <laughs> I loved yes. that so much. I still love That's that. That's very good. That's very good. I still love that episode of Riverdale where Cheryl's like to um, Archie's dad, you look extremely dilfy today. <laughs> that was a good line. <laughs> Um, they want to learn everything possible. They try to take some DNA samples from Ned, which is like, what are they going to get from Ned? whatever? Mm-hmm. And then Elv, again being helpful, steals it. And uh, they, but they leave, and now they're worried that like they're going to find out what happened to. Mm-hmm. Which you know they seem like they know what to do. They're not going to get the magic part because who is right? Yeah, that's a that is that a logical conclusion that you would come to unless you can figure out what DNA, which would be very weird. Oh, that'd be fun though for like a thing like. You get like ha- there's like a DNA thing strand in your body. That's not where DNA is. Like no, you get DNA. It's right here. Well, I mean, I got a hair on my arm, so like there's DNA in there. But like DNA, there's like a spark in there that like means that you're magic, like a mutant gene. Yeah. Can you write a story about that? Hold on. Do like that new fairy show that's on Netflix. What? Winks. Winks. <laughs> that's not good, right? Winks. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I was a Winks Club fan back in the day, but I haven't heard the good things about the Netflix show. Um, but I was a big, I was a big old Winks fan back in the day. Don't ask me anything about it because I, I really can't remember anything. They were um, fairies. I, I was because I was a child. It was literally this was literally fifteen years ago. But they were fairies, right? They were fairies. Yes. It's like Gem and the Holograms. <laughs> I mix up like so many shows in my head. Like Winks and like Gem and the Holograms and like totally very different and like totally spied, totally spies. Spies? That what is? I watched. That I totally show. spied. They were definitely spied on. We sure did watch those girls hang out for a and little like while. Like Sailor Moon, they're like all the same. Oh my god, honey! I know they're not all the same. That's, as an animation fan, that that hurt me a lot to hear you say. Please, please continue with the episode before I start crying. I know they're not all the same. <laughs> I know they're good. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I'm having a good time. Yeah. I think I whatever. Um, so that's a fear, mm-hmm. and so they want to try to get Vivian to like not like to call up the Norwegians. Mm-hmm. So we have to go back to Olive, who's like, it's like now we're, we let her in when we need her, and not all the time, which is like upsetting. And we don't tell her everything that she only we only tell her the bare minimum. And not what not what she wants to know, but what she just needs to know, and then we shut her out for everything else. Well, Yay. I think Emerson says something about, like she has a big mouth, and like she does, but but she's been the secret keeper for a lot of other people, right? And like I, I think it's like a thing of like if, but I guess like before, like when she had the secrets, like she couldn't really talk to her friends about that, mm-hmm. and like if it's like a thing of like you know bringing like the dead thing and like that whole thing, mm-hmm. she wouldn't. She, she probably could have mentioned to Vivian or Lily, but. She still has everybody else that she can talk to. She's like right. around for the most part. Also, she's still in love with Ned, so like it's a mess. She's still in love with Ned. But they ask her to go to Vivian and say, hey, call these people off. Mm-hmm. And then she, so she decides to go, and uh, they want to go to the detectives, uh, basically calling them off. Lily's worried that the Norwegians are going to go to the hotel room and find yes. the note that she left, remember? And, which is very incriminating. Super incriminating. Yes. Um, She tries to convince him... Uh, Vivian dropped the case and then she's like why it's like I'm trying to protect you and then Olive's like bing 
She keeps hearing that, and then she's getting madder and madder. Yeah, because, you know, she realizes that maybe she and Vivian are not so unlike. Because everybody's keeping secrets from them. Because everyone keeps things from them under the guise of being protective. But really, it's just damaging. And you know what? If you want to go figure it out, you go. Girl. I think it's because they think that they're vulnerable in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like with Vivian, I think when we're vulnerable. Yes. And then also, I don't want to admit that I screwed over my sister by sleeping with her fiance yeah. and having a child out of wedlock with him. Right. Because that's bad. Yes. And then with, I think all of it's like A, to protect her because, like, you know, murderers. B, it's mm-hmm. like, is she going to tell? Right. Which I get, whatever. So Olive decides that she's going to support Vivian and not tell her to call it off, which, you know, good for her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it looks like she, like, is, like, questioning stuff. Uh, and so then we so go to the hotel room and they find the note. Yes. Which, you know, not good. Which is not great. Um, and they present that to Vivian and then Vivian asks Lily about it and, like, basically tells her her the truth mm-hmm. of what she was planning on doing and why she went there right. was because of the watch and saying like hey he dug up the graves mm-hmm. yeah which like not good that's yeah. not and and that she was basically going to force him to dig it up put it in there and then hopefully not kill him but if she had to yeah she was she was prepared to yes uh, but yeah but yeah, no and, and and it's a that's a hard that was a watch because you know they, it is like they have to emotionally deal with the fact that somebody desecrated the grave of somebody they love and that's jacked up. Yes, and then also Vivian's upset because like I'm ha- like, are you happy that you're right? And then it's like I don't want to be right. Yeah, she's like I don't write, but I don't want to be. Um, as somebody with an incessant need to be right, I feel. And then also like she has like you get satisfaction from like me being hurt, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Um, meanwhile, Chuck and Ned, because they're kind of on a thing of, like, trying to find Charles Charles. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the house, and they, ch- uh, Chuck finds another button, because, again, false hope. Mm-hmm. And that he's basically, he's still around watching over them. He just can't be around them, which, like, but why? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And uh, we also, Emerson's still watching the Norwegians. And he's discovered that Olive has joined their team because good for her. Because, you know what? She can. And, like, are we mad at her? No. No. Because, listen, if you, you know what? Yeah, if you keep uh, doing things to push people away, eventually they're going to leave. They're going to leave you. Yeah, and that's no one's fault but true. We also find out that she is from Norwegian stock. She, <laughs> yeah, she is of uh, Norwegian descent. Yep, and uh, she gives back the sample of uh, Ned's saliva. Mm-hmm. We'll get to that, and... Uh, Oh, they're kind of, like, trying to figure... So, they're, she's, like, trying to be like, hey, where are you on this? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And that they're going to exhume the graves of Chuck and Charles, which concerning. To get evidence, which is very bad once they Because one realize. of those coffins is empty, and the other one is Dwight Dixon in it. Yeah. So, not good. Not great. Nope. Um, so, the Emerson tells them what he saw. Chuck is kind of, like, everybody's kind of blaming themselves. Like, Chuck's, like, saying this is all my fault, like, with everything that Dwight, mm-hmm. Ned says, like, it's his fault because, like, he was using his finger. Like, he had choices. Emerson's like, I could have, like, not gone to you mm-hmm. for, I could have just done this on my own, but I didn't. Yeah. So, like, I mean, everybody's kind of admitting that, like, you know, we're all screwed up. We all, everyone made mistakes that got us in this very, very hairy situation. Right. So, anyway, back to the Norwegians. They've exhumed the bodies. Yes. We opened both coffins. And suspiciously, they're both empty. Both are empty. Questions? Yeah. What were you thinking? Well, we knew there, there should have been one body at least. Well, just one body, but there were no body. 
No body. I mean, technically, in like a normal society, there should have been like two bodies. Yes, they. As far as they knew, there were supposed to be two whole bodies, but they were in fact only one. Mm. So many questions. We'll get to it. Yeah, interesting. I I was questioning something. So Emerson bribes the groundskeeper and says that they tell him about the empty coffins. Mm-hmm. So then we're wondering, like, how did Dwight get out, even though he's dead? It's a great question. Yep. And then also, but they're going to find a bunch of DNA, which is fair. Yeah, there's going to be DNA all over there because they had to put a body in there. And, now, you know, there was, there, was, there was a body in there. And they had to put a body in there. Interesting. Interesting. But Ned comes up with a plan. Mm-hmm. And basically, Emerson's going to distract the Norwegians with, like, sort of, like, what he has, even though he doesn't have much. Yeah. And then also, uh, Ned is going to hotwire um, the car to get, or hotwire mother to hot get. Hotwire mother. To get that. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of, like, this is where we're admitting that, like, part, like, it's basically like a step thing of, like, everybody admitting, like, we're all at fault here because, like, Ned's big thing is, like, I could have not agreed to work with Emerson, but right. I did. This was me. Yeah, like, yeah, Ned does definitely blame himself for just about anything that happens. Ever. He, he tries to take responsibility for I think it's just, like, because I made, I could have said, like, it's, like, you made a choice. Mm-hmm. And this is, everything is, like, led to this. But, and right. some of them he doesn't regret. Like, he doesn't regret bringing Chuck back, which, mm-hmm. you know, fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're doing that. Meanwhile, Olive is still in the van. Mm-hmm. We find out that she wasn't actually switching sides. She was trying to be a double agent because she's still helping even though nobody's telling her anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also she didn't give them Ned's saliva. She gave them pig bees. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! Which is great. Because, yes, because Olive is just so good. Um, we love her. We, we, we have no choice. But to Stan. Um, no, I don't. I don't use Stan. You don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, not really. But I don't mind the terms. I hate the term hot takes, but I don't mind the term Stan. It's very interesting. Interesting. Again, if there's a better word, let us know. <laughs> that's why. Well, I'm not like I. I don't. Yeah. Anyway, that's the whole thing. I don't want to get it. Yes. So, but you know, all of it is is great because like, when she wants to go, she she's working. Mm-hmm. She, she got this. But uh, so then she gives he, she gives Ned the keys and they just drive off with Mother instead of hot wiring it, mm-hmm. and um, basically uh, all of the can you just like tell me stuff and then they're like can you do yes or no questions and he's like yes and then so then they do that as they're driving and also they drive off the road at one point I don't know why I yeah because I because it seems like they didn't have control of the vehicle but they did have control of the vehicle but they didn't have control of the vehicle and so I was a little confused about how much control of the vehicle they actually had yes but uh. Actually, a good amount of stuff is, like, kind of revealed. Like, he's being pretty open except for the magic part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, the magic, magic part isn't directly He's kind of saying, like, Charles also faked this to death and, like, they might have had something to do with Dwight and yeah. she's, like, getting all the stuff and then they dive off a cliff. Yeah. I guess it was, like, trying to get rid of Mother, but, like, they're anyway, so then yeah. they're dangling. Yes. Like, Ned's, Precariously. Like, Ned's, like, here on, like, hang on to a branch and then Olive's, like, holding on and they have, like, a conversation, which I think was, like, a we might be about to die conversation. Let's just get some of this stuff just out there. Just put all out on the table. Which is, like, Olive says, I wish you would have looked at me the way you look at Chuck. And then Ned says, or like, you never looked at me the way you look at Chuck. And then Ned says, I wouldn't say never. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's something. That's something. Well, great way to keep her Bait it. Not that that was the intention, but I like, think he was being honest. Though. He was being honest. Yeah. Like probably uh, even like before like Chuck was around. I think he was like at one point be thinking like maybe, maybe. I mean, you know, 
For a while, he was the only, probably the only woman that he interacted with. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think, like, I don't know if he had feelings for her, but maybe thinking, like, yeah, I'd bang her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. But, uh, so I think he's being honest, thinking he's about to die. Yeah. So then, but then they don't die. Instead, they are helped up by a masked man. Interesting. We'll get to it. Interesting. So Emerson calls Vivian and they basically, their thing is that Dwight stole uh, both the bodies. Mm-hmm. Which right. is probably just like break her heart even more. Yeah. And that is like, and that saying like he was really a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ned and Oliver are back in Chuck's apartment after he's rescued. And they and then Olive says like, oh yeah, we think we should dad Charles. And then Ned's like, yeah, I told him, I told her that he faked his death. Mm-hmm. And then also like they can't touch because of the, the allergy thing. And we're just like, can you just tell? <laughs> what do you think? Tell her the truth. Tell her the truth. Already. Uh, Although I kind of wonder, like, would she need proof of like the magic? I think they should have told all of them. Should have told. Who knows if they will? Even though we only have three episodes left, mm-hmm. you know. There's that. Uh, the Thunder Regions um, arrive at the um, pie hole to say like what happened with mother, and then she's kind of still saying that she's on their side and that she was bamboozled. Yeah. And that, uh, <laughs> yes. There's a lot of stuff with Hedda. She's like checking her pulse and then. Also... Yes, Hedda is, uh, I guess, I guess the stereotype during the time this, this is written was that the uh, Scandinavians were very progressive. <laughs> I mean, good for them. But, like, very progressive. I know students are curious if so, uh, things get a little homoerotic sometimes. Fun, but... Okay, uh, weren't the Vikings also, like, they would fuck anything? I mean, the Greeks would, too. So, who knows? It's just those, obviously, the great Christians who would not... They were wholesome. The very, the very, very boring Christians <laughs> don't know how. They to were wholesome, it. and they never did anything wrong ever. They never did anything wrong. No, no, they were just, no. they were just here to. And then we expanded to like Catholics. Like they never did anything wrong. Never. Protestants. Nope. Nope. Who? What group never did anything wrong? Great question. Mm. Um, so <laughs> we'll leave that one for you to decide. I don't um, know. Please what... don't start any faith wars in the. <laughs> I'm even thinking comics. of like, like not even like religions, but like cultures and like these types of people. Did they ever do anything wrong? The ones that stay as far away from us as possible. Australia. No, that's where we send all the criminals. <laughs> well, the British did. Ah, uh, that's true. Um, New Zealand. I mean, New Zealand's pretty good. I mean, kind of the same deal, but like, I mean, I've, I mean, pretty good I now. remember that one episode of the New Zealand. They're talking about like that law thing they did with the Hobbit. So yeah, that was. I mean, but th- otherwise, not a bad place. I would like to go to New Zealand. But me probably, too. They probably would not accept me there Why? to be to be a, a citizen. Because um, we're Americans and, like, honestly, if I was any other country, I'd, I would also probably I just ban, want to go visit. I would also probably ban the Americans. I would like to go visit too. Let's go. Wait, did the New Zealand ban Americans from going there? I, d- I don't think so. Okay. But I mean, like, now. Theoretically, though, I, pro- I would anyway. <laughs> but we're the good Americans. We're not all. So anyway, pushing daisies. You good? We're good. Okay. But then they find out that there's activity on Dwight's credit card, and we're like, hmm? Hmm. Hmm. So they go back. Everybody goes back to the hotel, and then they have to get, like, it's a funny gag thing with the door. Um, And they uh find that Dwight's there, and he did. Yeah. He's just, uh looks like he's hanging out. But uh they, so it looks like he died of natural causes. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a can of fuel and also some stolen stuff. Some grave robbery. So, evidence here, problem solved. So it looks like the motive and the method were all, like, very neatly and cleanly laid out. And everything is neatly wrapped up 
easy peasy. Yep. Put it in a box. Um, so they find that uh, so the back of the pie hole, there's still no signs of like Charles anywhere. Mm-hmm. And also like, but like Chuck's kind of like, all right, like maybe he'll come back and else we see that Ned is not using dead fruit, but fresh fruit. Yes. Because he has turned a new leaf. He's quitting cold turkey, bringing stuff back from the dead. He already brought back my need to, and he's done with it now. He's done and no more fruit, like not even with fruit, nothing. Nothing. Yes, and then that's kind of, so that's like kind of where we end up Ned, and then also we find out that it wasn't Charles who kind of helped them. It yes. was Ned's father. Yes. Um, Questions? Uh, I actually predicted this. I wish I said it out loud. Yeah? Uh, because, no, I think they're like, oh, yeah, it must have been Charles Charles. And I'm like, that seems a little too simple. I'm going to guess it is Ned's father because we saw him at the beginning of the season and he disappeared uh, and in a way that he usually typically does because he likes to do that apparently. Um, but he came, I knew he had to come back somehow and that was very exciting. I feel like there's another shot somewhere where I was like, oh, Ned's dad has come back. Um, yeah, the so, uh, first episode of the season. Yeah, no, but no, I mean somewhere else in this episode. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I was excited to see the turn of Ned's father. It's only going to complicate things, and I'm very excited about it. Um, so, But it's it's funny because we had we already had this kind of, like, little baby arc in earlier in the season being like, well, maybe Ned's father did the things he did for a reason, and maybe he's not a dick. And then we're like, wait, no. He yeah, is a dick. It sounded like he was a dick. But now we're coming back, and he's like, but he still helped out somebody, so what does that mean? And I don't know what it means. Um, but I'm very curious to see where that maybe, hopefully, possibly, will potentially take us. I know we only have a few episodes <laughs> left, so I know I'm not going to get my hopes up. But I am curious. I think it means that he probably screwed up in his life constantly. statement, yeah. And then maybe, like, stuff kept following him. Mm-hmm. And then, like, maybe he's try- maybe, like, it's that stuff has suddenly stopped following him and he's trying to, like, redeem himself a bit. Who knows? Hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. I have, I like, theories know. about him that doesn't actually work out, but I'm not going to talk about them now. That is a conversation for later. What do you think of this episode? There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I mean, I, I like when things move forward, so, like, I like this. I wish we just... Uh, it's still very frustrating that we haven't let all of in on everything, because I thought, like, I thought this was what this was leading up to. It was everything. You know, it's just, like, sort of somewhat kind of many things, but not all the things. Um, but if you don't have the one big thing in it, it, you can't, you can't fully picture, like, you can't paint the entire picture without the very big whole thing that the whole show is about. Um, so it is very frustrating that we still have a letter in yet. And also Olive is the best. Thank you. I do. I pressed my case. I do kind of wonder, like, if there was, like, if the show, see, the season would have ended properly. I do kind of think she would have found out if the season yeah. ended properly. Uh, oh. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we don't always get what we want. It's very... Sometimes we don't want a pandemic. We don't always get what we want. Sometimes we don't want a writer's strike because that happened during that, the show's run that as well. Too. You want some trivia? I sure. Before we comments? I don't know how many comments we have. Um, um, that's a good question. Yeah. So the only trivia is that this episode is formally titled Dumped. Um, and the mother is stands for Mo- Mobile Investigation Lab Facility or MILF. Ha, ha, ha. MILF. That's really good. Thing, remember, like when you were in summer, I don't, I don't know, like or like in school things, and you had to have like a count off thing, and everybody had like a, like a word or like a thing. Okay. To count off like groups and stuff. Okay. You ever had that? Like, mm-hmm. if you were like in a group or something, into like so that you knew everybody was there. Oh, where everyone goes like one, two. So like sometimes, yeah. but sometimes you do like phrases, and I remember like with like this one group, the term what they decided to say just add some milf and butter. <laughs> 
<laughs> and we were like 16, so. Oh, man. I did not have to deal with the phrase. We, I went, I had a very boring, I think, growing up experience in that regard. It was fun. There were no mills involved. Right. Do we have comments? I know it's been a while, guys. I'm trying to figure out what the last thing that we did was. The last, well, uh, yeah, because but we wouldn't have read anything, any comments that were posted um, after December 12th, which I think is when we last did doesn't it. Give me, yeah, it doesn't mean the exact date. Sorry. That's stupid. I think we saw, there was like one from Dim Sung. Was it, I think it was the aerial facility. It said very happy and then gave us a bunch of emojis. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Uh, Zom said, I love how real y'all's are. Okay, okay, okay. Anything from Frescort on? We haven't read. Okay. Um, 4810 Disney wasn't playing no games. Uh, Marvel DC fan for life. Nice. Hey. In the, in the real life, the author finds an old box with the words pines and an etching of a key on it. Inside the box was a note encoded using the vignette, vignette. C- cipher. When decoding the message reveals that shortly after the events of Blendon's games, a member of the time police began picking on Blendon for losing Globnar to two children. Uh, even the time babies reported to have called him non-friendly Blendon. Fed up with the ins- uh, insults, Blendon wished it would stop. Bill Cipher appears moments later, offering to stop the time baby from bother- bothering him any him anything again. Blendon accepts the deal, allowing for Bill to become to Bill to begin Weird Mageddon. Cool. Is that, that a theory? Was words. Is that a theory? I don't know. That's a lot. I couldn't I couldn't process all that. I have to be actively reading it. Um, um, I like I like okay. Is that a theory? Back to I don't is that a theory? So anyway, back to um I like Jack Ben Beniski. Um I'm a fan of this guy. Cause he just like he just rolled up, saw our first Gravity Falls episode, and then just like watched the rest of them just to be like awesome video, great content, love the interview feels. Oh, thank you. I I'm glad you like our 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 setup. Uh someone someone else I know recently commented and thought it was weird how we intersperse things. Like with the reaction and Yeah, the... reaction and video. And, and I'll tell you why that is. There's a reason. There's a reason. Which is? Copyright. Copyright. I can only, I can only put it like a little bits at a time. I can't put it all together. Can't put it all together. It. And even with that, we still got copyright claims. Even then, we still got copyright claims. But they're nice about it. But at least with this, we have something to say like, hey, at least we... You know, we do it this Even way. Even though, like, I know plenty of channels who just put up reactions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but somehow they don't like us specifically. Weird. Like, fine. why? Why do you hate us? We're good people. <sighs> Very rude. And I think it's like, we have another, yeah. Yeah, but no, I just want to rattle all of um, Jack's comments here. Because, it, like, after that first one, it goes, great video, great commentary, nice, cool, loving your channel, fun. So, thank you, Jack. We appreciate you. Yay! Um, And we probably should... Keep it there and then have some more content, maybe? All right. Well, so that's it for this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Woo! On uh, Pushing Daisies. We're almost done, guys. And uh, hopefully everything will be answered. No, it won't. Sorry. Maybe. We can hope. And then then cry. Yeah, we can cry. Uh, Thank you for watching this probably on YouTube. Uh, Please leave a comment. We read them on the channel. Yay. If we remember where we were last at. It's it's hard because it's been a very long time. Yes. I'm so sorry. That's the thing. You can also like us and subscribe. We're getting close to 600. Yeah, guys. Let us hit 600. Let us hit 1,000 soon. That'd be nice. Yeah. 
So, because then we'll do something for a thousand subs. I don't know what that'll be. That's because we're thinking about like marks, like yeah, for, that'd be a good one for special videos. So if we get to a thousand, yeah, we'll do a thing. We'll do a it, yes, a very fun maybe thing. Maybe we'll just drink on camera. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever seen us drink. Well, no, I've I've Ooh. had I've had a drink. I think like our New Year's live stream. I got really, I remember like getting really like tired as we we're doing it because I literally had like a pint glass ish and filled it up with a sangria that I made. Nice. Which like, like and it's been sangria. fermenting. Mm -hmm. So which might have been a mistake, but anyway. So, um, what was I saying? Um, you were listening off our social media. Right. So subscribe to YouTube as well. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Woody Close. Please. Um, like uh, like us there. Like us there. Follow us. Yeah, you can do that. Okay, we're on Twitter at Witty Close. Uh, retweet stuff. Yeah, follow us on there. Leave follow us, us on there as well. Uh, give us replies. Be be some of our reply guys. Yep, uh, we're on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Witty Close. Uh, if you want to donate money, we have stuff up there now. There's like content. There's like mainly just live that you can watch. There's live streams and us like reacting to movies. Mm -hmm. One movie, but like you know, there's we're trying to work on. We're doing something monthly there. We're trying. We are trying, and so far successful. Yeah. So hooray! Cool. Uh, so there's that. We are also what am I missing? We're on iTunes. If you mm -hmm. want to rate and comment and subscribe there, we're on Spotify. If you want to follow us there, mm -hmm. we have an email wittyclose at gmail .com If you want to send us questions about stuff, we're gonna do a live stream for this soon. We do have the day for it later, but if you wanna. You know, send us questions or that. Go yeah. ahead if you can't make the live stream, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I think that's it. Woo! That was fun. Yep. Alrighty. Um, and uh, yes, so we'll be back next time on First Action Fan Reaction, and we're going to talk about uh, Pushing Daisies Season 2, Episode 11, Window Dress to Kill, mm -hmm. and Episode 12, Water and Power. Uh, yay. Yay. That sounds fun. So Maybe. for this episode of First Action Fan Reaction, I'm Dara Whitman. I'm Peace. Peace.